Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello to all of you amazing people who are smart enough to listen to this podcast. Welcome back. This is episode number 79, and today you're in for a little treat. I'm going to share a message with you that I originally posted and shared inside my Inner Circle Coaching Group uh, back a few months ago. And within this message, I share five specific things from a real-life experience that I'll tell you more about in just a moment. Five specific things that teach you how to do the things that you can't do. (laughs) It teaches you how to do the things that you're not good at and deep down you think you can't do. Because I had that exact same experience. Believe it or not, I know I'm like Mr. Nutrition, Fitness, Weight Loss Guy, and I'm supposed to constantly love exercise and eat nothing but vegetables and all that crazy stuff, but it's just not true. Guys, I do not like running If you want me to go run a 5K, oh, I'd rather lay down on the floor and cry. (laughs) I hate distance running. But a few months ago during quarantine when the self-shelter was really intense and we weren't leaving the, the house much at all and I had very little equipment to work out with, I began running. I began running at least once, sometimes twice a week. And my experience with that, my experience with doing an exercise that, number one, I thought I was no good at, and number two, that I really didn't like. My experience with that and my journey through that was so insightful, and I I really believe it helped me to understand the process of weight loss that much more. And so I jumped into my Inner Circle Coaching Group to share five big takeaways for how I did something that I thought I couldn't do and how I did something that, honestly, I'm not really that good at. And I think these will be incredibly powerful for you. So without further ado, we will jump to that message. But as always, whenever I share a recording from something else, number one, the sound quality will be different. Number two, there might be some pauses because this was originally a video. So maybe I was making a gesture with my hands or whatever. So just know that (laughs) this originally was pulled from a video and there may be a few things a little bit different. So let's roll that message now. Yesterday I posted in the group and I I posted a picture of me looking rough. I probably look rough more than I care to care to share, but um, I posted that picture and I said, tomorrow I'm going live to tell you the story behind this. So here's the story. Um, (laughs) And and I have some really big take home points from this story that I, that I think I really hope will be helpful for you in your process of, of, you know, improving your nutrition, losing weight, improving your health, getting consistent exercise, all of that. So when this whole quarantine process started and or self-sheltering or lockdown, whatever you want to call it, we're stuck at home. I mean, Allie and I are at home, you know, basically 24-7 with the exception of going to the grocery store. Um, A lot of people think like, oh, Mr. Trainer, nutrition guy, like you've got a ton of equipment at your house. No, like I have nothing. Like, Like we're working out literally with bricks um, two batteries, like car batteries, they're actually marine batteries, boat batteries, but it's the same thing. Batteries and um, uh, 
like a, a few exercise bands and, and just stuff on our back deck. Like we're hanging off of our back deck to do pull-ups. Anyways, my point is this. We're having to make workouts work. And um, for cardio, like I used to do, I used to play basketball. Well, that's not happening anymore, obviously. So I was like, okay, what am I going to do? I'm stuck inside all day. I need to get some aerobic exercise. I need to get some cardiovascular exercise. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to run. Now, here's the thing. For those of you that don't know. I hate distance running. Hate it. Don't like it. <laughs> On a basketball court, it's quick. Run, jump, run, jump, sprint, jump, 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 sprint. It's it's that. And you've, you've got an objective. I'm going after the basketball or I'm going after a guy. That's what I like. In high school, I ran sprints. I ran short distances, 100 meter, 400 meter. I never ran distance. I don't like distance running. Now, here's what's very important, gang. Number one, I don't like to run distance. And to me, distance is a mile or more. I know some of you runners in this group, you're going to laugh and you're going to be like, oh, Corey's crazy. Like, in, in some parts of this, you might understand if you think back to the beginning of your running journey. But I don't like it. Number one, I don't like it. Number two, I was convinced that I wasn't good at it, that I wasn't made for it. I, I had even said to myself probably hundreds of times in my head, I'm more of a fast twitch athlete. I'm more of a short distance. I'm a sprinter. I'm a lifter. I'm not made for distance running. And to some degree that may be true, but I had ingrained into my head that I wasn't good at it and I didn't like it. So I avoided it. So here we are. We're stuck in quarantine, self-shelter. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I want to run a little bit. This could be a great time for me to do some more distance running. And to just try to get better at that, to try to get better at just running distance. Because I would like to have better cardiovascular fitness. So, a few weeks back, I started running in my neighborhood. Running for, I know you distance runners are going to laugh, running for at least like 15 minutes, right? So, um, I was like, I'm just going to run for 15 minutes and just not stop. So, that's what I'm going to do. And it sucked, and it was hard, and every my leg, my I, I was sore and hurt in places that I never, you know, really got worked in that way. And my hips, and different parts of my calves, and my shins, and my knees, and my ankles. And one day, my foot was hurting so bad because I'd worn a bad pair of shoes. My foot was hurting so bad I couldn't even I couldn't even hardly walk the next day. So like, I had to work out the kinks. But I was just like, I'm going, I'm committed. I'm just going to keep doing this at least one day per week. I'm going to run for at least 15 minutes. So that's what I did. Fast forward to yesterday. I took that picture when I got home. And here is why. Because on the run, during the run, I was thinking of you guys. And I was like, man, this, this is so, this is such a perfect parallel to so many things when it comes to losing weight and improving our nutrition, and here's why. So I've been doing this 15-minute run for weeks, for weeks and weeks, at least once per week. And yesterday, I set off on my 15-minute run, and I was actually kind of enjoying it. It was kind of fun, and this is the best part. <laughs> it was easier. Imagine that. I kept going, and it was easier. So I was like, you know... Three, four, five, whatever, six, seven minutes into this run, and I'm just kind of going and just enjoying myself. And I was like, it was like this epiphany. I can do this. I can do this, and it 
it doesn't have to be miserable. Now, the whole run wasn't necessarily that way. I, I started having fun, so maybe I was pushing myself a little harder, and by the end of it, I was, you know, of course, sweaty and out of breath, and that's when I took that picture yesterday. But the point, the, the exciting thing was, is that it was easier, and it was more fun, and I enjoyed it. And truth be told, yesterday was the second time this week I did that, because the first time I got that glimmer of like, ooh, this is beginning to be easier. I could really enjoy this. So, what does this have to do with you, right? Man, all kinds of like fireworks were going off in my head yesterday. I, I had about five or six big take-homes, and I'm going to run through this real quick. So, I had convinced myself that I wasn't good at running and that I didn't like it. There is something in your nutrition, weight loss, health experience that you are, you've convinced yourself, if you're really honest, You've convinced yourself you don't like it and you're not good at it. Maybe it's eliminating your snacks. Maybe it's exercise. Maybe it's uh, reducing your sugar. Whatever. Maybe it's it's uh, cutting out liquid calories. It could be any of these things, any of the things that, that I talk about in Live Life, Lose Fat. But there's something in there that you have convinced yourself you don't like doing or not do, you don't like eliminating, whatever. You don't like it and you're not good at it. Just like I had with running. We can do the things that we think we can't do and that we think we're not good at. We can do it. I just did it. <laughs> you can do it. Now, here's what I want to share with you. The way, what I did, not intentionally, almost kind of subconsciously, what I did to make that experience better for me. Number one, I'm calling it puny and paste. Paste, P-A-C-E-D. I started small. I started with a puny little small run and it was incredibly paced. Like when I went out for the first time, I knew my tendency. I run, I go too hard, too fast. Does that sound familiar, anyone? That's exactly what we do with trying to lose weight, right? We go too hard, too fast, and then we get burnt out and we stop. What's the point? So I, I was like, I'm going to go slower than I think I need to go and I'm going to run less time than I think I need to run. So literally what I did was I started just like almost what I would consider a fast walk. I mean, just like a tiny little slow run, a puny little run. And I ran seven and a half minutes out and I turned around and I ran seven and a half minutes back, just trying to maintain that super slow pace. So I started smaller than I thought I needed to. I tried to protect myself against burning out because if I get four minutes down the road and I'm running too hard, then I'm exhausted and I want to quit. Just like we do with our weight loss experience. So I started puny and paste. Number two, I did it regardless. I've done it. I committed to doing it at least once per week regardless. And that gang is huge because in order to get better at something that we don't like, in order to do the things we can't do, we have at some point in our journey, at some point in the process, it's not going to sound good. It's not going to sound fun. We have to do them regardless. And it will get better, and it will get easier, and it will become more fun. So for me, there were times when I was like, the last thing I want is to freaking lace up my shoes and go on this dang 15-minute run. It just sounds terrible. But I just did it regardless. And look at where I am now. <laughs> Next up, number three, I made it as fun as possible and as simple as possible. 
for me, the fun part was picking a beautiful day, like when I would enjoy running and seeing the beautiful, you know, beautiful weather. That was part of it. The second thing was I love music. So I put some music on my um, headphones that I absolutely loved. Some music that just made me feel good, made me want to made me want to move or dance or whatever. And that kind of fueled my run. So I made it as fun as possible. And then number two, as simple as possible. Like I said, for, it's my tendency to want to go, ooh, I want to know exactly what distance I'm running. And then I want to set a goal and strive for a certain time. Ooh, it's two miles. I want to run two miles at a seven-minute pace. So I want to do 14 minutes, blah, 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 and all this stuff. I didn't do any of that. I made it as simple as possible. I'm going to run seven and a half minutes out, and I'm going to run seven and a half minutes back. And I'm going to be really slow on purpose, <laughs> intentionally. So I made it as fun and made it as simple as possible. Next up, even though I didn't realize it, I connected it with the entire time I was doing it. What kind of fueled me to go do it and what fueled me during the during the run, I connected it with something that I really wanted and that I really didn't want. I connected it with something that I wanted to have and something that I wanted to avoid. The thing I wanted to have, I wanted to be in better cardiovascular shape. I was, I was thinking about basketball. I was thinking in two weeks or a month or two months, at some point, I'm going to start playing basketball again. And when I do, I can either be miserable and incredibly winded, or I can be, I can be great. I can be in great shape and my body's ready and my knees and my ankles are ready to go play basketball. It's a little different than just distance running, but look, but hey, this is the best thing I have right now. So I connected it with something I wanted with basketball. And then I connected it with something I wanted to avoid. And for me, COVID-19, right? I mean, this is a respiratory condition. It's a respiratory illness for someone who gets COVID-19. I want to have my lungs in as bad. I'm not like scared to death every day that I'm going to get COVID, but I could. And I want to have my lungs and my body in the best shape possible. So I'd be running sometimes thinking, like, this sounds so stupid, but like, bring it on, COVID. Like, I'm going to have my lungs so freaking ready for whatever. Now, I know that that's not necessarily perfect rationale, but it fueled me to run. So I connected it with something I wanted to have and something I wanted to avoid. And then last but not least, um, <laughs> just for all of us, stop, but don't quit. Like when I, here's the thing, that very first run, when I ran out seven and a half minutes, which was the longest I'd probably run in months or years, like nonstop. When I got out seven and a half minutes, the thought of turning around and running back seven and a half minutes seemed horrible. So when I got out there, I stopped. I stopped for about 30 to 60 seconds. I just stopped put my hands on my hips. I breathed a little bit, but I didn't quit. I stopped. I caught my breath, but I didn't quit. I ran back. And there's times in our life in general, there's time in the process of changing our nutrition or with our exercise or whatever. When we need to give ourselves the grace and the permission to stop, but don't quit. There's a huge, there's a massive difference between stopping and quitting. So it's okay to stop. 
I stop. Matter of fact, I've kind of kept that up. I'll run seven and a half minutes out. I'll stop for 30 seconds. And that just feels good to me. And then I run seven and a half minutes back. And now, like, so seven and a half, seven and a half is 15, right? Now I'm running that same thing in about 14 minutes total. So I've taken an entire minute off of my time and it's becoming easier and I'm feeling better. One other little thing that I didn't do, this is, I think, so important. I have been tempted every week. Ooh, I want to run farther. Ooh, I want to run further. I need to run further. I need to run further. I should be running further. I'm getting better. I have to go more. I need to do more. And I resisted that temptation. I resisted it because I didn't want to make it miserable. I wanted to get better at this and enjoy this and kind of be comfortable with this. Will I eventually increase it? Sure, absolutely. But it wasn't the time for it yet. So I kept it. I kept it at the same. And I resisted the temptation to push for more before I was truly ready to push for more. So if you've got any questions or comments, pop down in there. I'm going to wrap this up, but I want to do a quick recap. We can do the things that we think we can't do. We can do the things that we're convinced that we're not good at. That's exactly what I've done with distance running. I'm no distance running pro. I'm I'm not perfect. I'm not breaking any records. But I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And it's becoming fun. And it's becoming easier. And here are the big take-homes. Puny and paced. Start smaller than you think you need to and pace yourself, gang. I don't care what you're doing. This is not about running, guys. This is about whatever that challenge is for you, whatever that thing is for you. Start smaller than you think you need to and pace yourself so that you don't burn out. Number two, commit to doing it regardless. Once you get that, okay, this is what I'm going to do, commit and do it regardless. Do it whether you feel like it or not. That's the key. That's the only way you get better. Number three, make it as fun as possible. Find some way to make it fun. Make it as fun as possible and make it as simple as possible. Because the more complicated we make it, then suddenly it's not fun anymore and suddenly we're pushing ourselves harder than we should. Make it simple and make it fun. And I'll be happy to help you do that. Next up, Connect that thing, whatever it is, starch-free dinner, exercise, getting your in your water, eliminating your snacks, whatever. Connect it either or with both of these, with something that you really, really want to have and or something you really, really want to avoid. Researchers call this um, approach motivation and avoidance motivation. So we're either motivated to approach the things that we want or we're motivated to avoid the things that we don't want. This is real stuff. And I didn't realize, but I was doing that during my run. So you do it too. Connect it in those times when it's tough. Connect now with then. You guys hear me say that all the time. Connect what you're doing now with what you want to have then or what you want to avoid then. And last but not least, give yourself permission to stop. Stop, but don't quit. If you need to just stop for a second, catch your breath, Metaphorically speaking, catch your breath, stop, but don't quit. Mm, Yes. And last but not least, I didn't have it written in my notes here, but don't, don't fall for the temptation of pushing for more before it's time to push for more. That can be one of the worst things you can do because then it can, it destroys the fun of it. Suddenly you, you were starting to believe you could do it. Now you think you can't. So Avoid that temptation. All right, my friends. I hope that was helpful. 
you know I always love hearing from you. So don't ever hesitate to shoot me a message on Facebook where I am Corey Little Coaching or Instagram where I'm Corey Little Coach or just take the plunge and sign up for my free Catalyst audio program. You can find the link for that in the show notes or on my website, CoreyLittleCoaching.com. And let's wrap it up like we always do because it's so important, for goodness sakes. Remember, guys, there's so much more to you than what you weigh. And you can do absolutely anything you want in life and with your body. You are 100% capable of achieving any goal and being successful. And when it comes to losing weight and being successful with that, it's great, and you can absolutely do it, but losing weight, is re- it's really not about looking a certain way. It's really not about having abs. It's all about gaining life and living and enjoying the life you've always wanted and ultimately doing the things <laughs> that we thought we couldn't do and conquering those things. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for your time today. Much love. Take care of yourself. God bless. Bye-bye.